worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God to begin with in the book of Psalms, Psalm 100, beginning at verse 1. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who has made us and not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful to Him and bless His name. For the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endures to all generations. Verses 1-5, through five, all of Psalm 100. Then looking in the book of 2 Kings, 2 Kings chapter 3, verses 1 to 19. 2 Kings chapter 3, verses 1 to 19. Now Jehoram, the son of Ahab, became king over Israel at Samaria in the 18th year of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, and reigned 12 years. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, but not like his father and mother, for he put away the sacred pillar of Baal that his father had made. Nevertheless, he persisted in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who had made Israel sin. He did not depart from them. Now Mesha, king of Moab, was a sheep breeder, and he regularly paid the king of Israel 100,000 lambs and the wool of 100,000 rams. But it happened when Ahab died that the king of Moab rebelled against the king of Israel. So King Jehoram went out of Samaria at that time and mustered all Israel, Then he went and sent to Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, saying, The king of Moab has rebelled against me. Will you go with me to fight against Moab? And he said, I will go up. I am as you are, my people as your people, and my horses as your horses. Then he said, Which way shall we go up? And he answered, By way of the wilderness of Edom. So the king of Israel went with the king of Judah and the king of Edom, and they marched on that roundabout route, seven days, and there was no water for the army, nor for the animals that followed them. And the king of Israel said, Alas, for the Lord has called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there no prophet of the Lord here that we may inquire of the Lord by him? So one of the servants of the king of Israel answered and said, Elisha, the son of Shaphat, is here, who poured water on the hands of Elijah. And Jehoshaphat said, The word of the Lord is with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Edom went down to him. Then Elisha said to the king of Israel, What have I to do with you? Go to the prophets of your father and the prophets of your mother. But the king of Israel said to him, No, for the Lord has called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. And Elisha said, As the Lord of hosts lives before whom I stand, Surely were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, I would not look at you nor see you. Now bring me a musician. Then it happened when the musician played that the hand of the Lord came upon him. And he said, Thus says the Lord, Make this valley full of ditches. For thus says the Lord, You shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain. Yet that valley shall be filled with water, so that you, your cattle, and your animals may drink. 
and this is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. He will also deliver the Moabites into your hand. Also you shall attack every fortified city and every choice city, and shall cut down every good tree, and stop up every spring of water, and ruin every good piece of land with stones. Verses 1 to 19, 2 Kings chapter 3. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness, your grace, your mercy, and your love. We thank you, Lord, for the wonderful book of Psalms, a wonderful tool that helps us to worship you, to praise you, to lift up the name of Jesus, and a tool that helps us to sing songs of praise and worship to you wonderfully as well. Father, thank you for every believer that's listening. Thank you for us as the body of Christ. Anoint us afresh with a spirit of praise, thanksgiving, and worship. Empower us to be the worshiping church you've called us to be. And help us to recognize, Lord, that you've called us to be a people whose lives are full of praise, thanksgiving, and worship continually. Teach us and empower us to live a lifestyle of doing just that every day. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Again, I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. Our producer is Isaac Jackson. We're honored to have with us uh, actually uh, remotely today. In the past, we've had the privilege of having them in studio, but we have with us today Adam and Tara Lowry and their family. Adam and Tara, how are you all today? We're doing great. How are you, Pastor Joseph? We're doing well. very good, very good. Thank you all for joining us. And I would mention that uh, we had the privilege of having the Lowrys and their family to provide music at our recent uh, Marriage Family Life Conference. And, of course, as usual, they do an outstanding job. Very gifted, anointed family of God called to a ministry of music, amongst other things. So thank you all for taking the time to be with us today. I'm going to ask uh, Adam and Tara if you all would just further introduce yourselves and anything further you'd like to share about yourselves and your ministry, please do. Well, thank you again for having us on. It is always a blessing to be on the Hour of Intercession with you, Pastor Parker, and, and to be a part of what AFA and AFR are doing. It's such a blessing and, and a gift to all the listeners. Um, but like you said, my name is Adam, my wife, Tara, and uh, we have been married tomorrow. How many years, sir? We will celebrate our 20th year anniversary tomorrow. Praise yeah. the Lord. Congratulations. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's been a blessing. Um, she and I met. She came to my church as a little girl. Her mom and dad brought her and her brothers and sisters to my dad's house where he had begun a ministry that was only one year old. And um, he began to preach as the Lord gave him the words to say. And he told the congregation at that time, which was all white, all Caucasian. He said that the Lord spoke to him in prayer and said that he was going to begin to send black people. And my my in-laws were a product of that uh, revelation. And so she and I, even though we were children, um, not having any idea of what all it took to start a ministry, or even her parents at that time in 1987, Six or seven, we're, 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 we forget. But even for her parents to come to an all-white congregation in someone's house in Mississippi, you know, that took a leap of faith in itself. And um, through the faith and the obedience of our parents, uh, we had the opportunity to, in, to reap the benefits thereof. We grew up as children together, playing games, uh, kids' games, and uh, grew up as friends. And we sang together. Uh, mm -hmm. People are amazed when they hear that she and I have been singing together for, you help me out on this, um, 
35 years. Yes, mm-hmm. we have been singing together for 35 years. And uh, that's how we met. That's, that's a small portion of our story. Mm-hmm. And um, we have three children, Emily, who is 15, Olivia, who is 13, and Isaac is nine. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. And all three of them, all three of them sing with us. Um, Emily sings soprano, and Olivia sings whatever we need Olivia to sing. She alto or soprano. And then Isaac, uh, we're doing good now. He's, he's being able to stand on the stage for the entire set. Mm. Every once in a while, <laughs> every once in a while, he'll ask me, he'll say, Dad, how many more songs? <laughs> uh, and uh, a very funny story was when we were leading, and, and thank you to, to Will and Mickey Addison and to AFA for allowing us, again, another year to lead praise and worship for the Marriage, Family, and Life Conference held in Tupelo at the Cadence Bank Arena. But uh, this year, as we were invited to come back, we found out, we had a report that after the first um, praise and worship set, my youngest nine-year-old boy was um, eating M&Ms in between the songs. And <laughs> and the dad in me wanted to, uh, you know, and I did, I did uh, get on to him and tell him, they better not do that again. But I, on the inside, I laughed and laughed mm-hmm. at uh, his comical relief. But mm-hmm. thank you again. Thank you again for allowing us to be a part of that. It was a wonderful, wonderful experience. And yeah. then thank to you. all of the beautiful people that we met, some of whom we had already met and got the opportunity to uh, see again, just thank you, thank you, thank you. It was such a blessing mm-hmm. to see what God is doing through ASA, through the marriage and family life conference, and then through all the beautiful individuals that shared parts of their story with us and, and got a chance to connect, you know, individually. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, it may be good that Isaac ate the M&Ms because it might help have helped him to sing better, you know? So <laughs> maybe maybe that's something singers should consider, you know? He might be starting a trend for singers. I don't know. So, but, you know, you all have an Isaac, and our producer is an Isaac, too. So two Isaacs uh, in, in on the broadcast. So uh, let me mention, Amen. we're going to take time to listen to a song that you uh, uh, shared with us uh, entitled, I Speak Jesus, and then we're going to come back and talk some more. Okay. Sounds good. Jesus, I speak Jesus. 
music of Adam and Tara Lowry, the song, I Speak Jesus. Uh, we just have a few uh, moments for the break, but anything, uh, Adam and Tara, you want to say about that song before we go to the next, uh, next segment? So that song, that song means to me, um, in any situation, you can speak Jesus. Um, it doesn't matter what what the doctor says, what, what man says, you can speak the name of Jesus, and Jesus will change every situation mm. um my dad was um he was in the hospital a couple of months ago and the doctor said well the the numbers said that he was not going to make it but we we prayed and we spoke the name of jesus and um my dad is still alive today and um that that just goes to show that when we speak the name of jesus he can make all things happen great amen. things happen amen amen you're listening to uh, the Hour of Intercession. Our phone guests today are Adam and Tara Lowry and their family as we share about their music ministry and ministry in general. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. We'll be right back. Adam and Tara Lowry and family. The song simply entitled Closer. 
Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guests today are Adam and Tara Lowry and family, and we're grateful to have them as a part of our uh, broadcast today. And Adam and Tara, I'm going to ask if you all would pray specifically, uh, pray for families as families are getting ready to go back to school this time of year. And, of course, the reality is probably more so now than ever, People are aware of lots of spiritual warfare surrounding public schools, surrounding our culture, our society. And the reality is in relation to the message of that song, we need to live close to God, period, for all, you know, because it's important, but for all kinds of important spiritual warfare reasons as well. So I'm going to ask if each of you would, whatever's on your heart to pray for as it relates to families, as children are preparing to go back into school. Lord God, we thank you for what you're doing in this time. Lord God, you said that the footsteps of a righteous man and a woman are ordered by God. And so we thank you that as we approach the beginning of a new school year, that that's right where we're supposed to be. That's right where our children are supposed to be. Even though we get anxious, even though it's hard to sleep sometimes the night before school, we thank you, Lord God, that our footsteps are ordered, that when our children step in those hallways, step, step in those classrooms, Lord God. They are right where they are supposed to be. For the light shines the brightest in the darkness. And so, Lord God, I ask that our children, Lord God, would shine bright uh, as a representation of you, Lord, in those hallways, in those classrooms, amongst those other students, because it would be easy, Lord God, to, to say, okay, well, we're not going to do this, or we're not going to do that. But then Lord, if we withdraw that light, then how do the other kids that have no hope, how do they have hope? They will have hope this year in our public schools through our children that will attend. They will see the light of Jesus Christ in our children, Lord God, and they, Lord God, will be changed. They will have the opportunity to ask a question or to see something special and to say, why are you so different? And I pray that at that moment, Lord God, our children, in the best way they can, in their children's voices, would then simply share the gospel of Jesus Christ in their own way, a way that's real and relevant, Lord God, so that the other individuals can hear and know that there is a better way than than what the world offers. And Lord, as our parents now pray, and as they believe for their children and for our children, Lord, I pray that they would be reminded, Lord God, that before the moment happens when they step across the threshold of those school campuses, Lord, that we'll be reminded that you go before us, that your spirit goes before them, before, behind, and beside them, that before they sit in the, in the chair of the classroom, Lord God, that you're already there, that they'll be protected, they'll be safe, they'll be nurtured and cared for, Lord. Even as they're out of our reach, they are not out of yours. Even though they're out of our sight, they are not out of yours. That even when they say something in that classroom and we can't hear them because of location, Lord, you can still hear them. And we pray that through this and in this, Lord God, that our children's faith in you would grow and that they would be true ambassadors of Jesus Christ. These things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord God, we just thank you for um, giving us our children, Lord God. And I pray, Lord God, that before, as Adam mentioned, Lord God, that before they walk into these classrooms, Lord God, that you will go before them and that you will go behind them and you will go beside them, Lord God. Lord, that your spirit would guide them, Lord God, into what they should do, what they should say, 
how they should behave, Lord God. I pray for divine protection up over each person in the school, every student, every counselor, every teacher, every administrator, Lord God, the custodians, Lord God, the cafeteria workers, Lord God, we plead the blood of Jesus up over every school. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. 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 Well, Adam and Tara, I want to ask if you all will share a little bit about just yourselves in your own uh, ministry. And, you know, I think of something that often when people hear of ministering in public schools, they'll quickly think FCA, which is a wonderful ministry that does work in public schools. But the reality is that every believer who works in the public school has a ministry, whether they understand it or not. <laughs> so it's important Thanks. for us to be ambassadors for God's kingdom everywhere we go. So would you all share a little bit about how you see yourselves as kingdom ambassadors in the roles that you play in the public schools? So I teach first and second grade music, and um, and I love that age because the children are vulnerable and they are they are you know they are moldable, and um, I show the love of Jesus by giving hugs because. I know that every child don't get a hug, and um, I show the love of Jesus with a smile. I show the love of Jesus through a handshake or through a high five. Um, you know, they those children may not be able to understand um, Jesus, you know, the name of Jesus, especially if they don't go to church, or they may not understand the power of prayer, mm-hmm. but sometimes just being that that smile, you know, having a smile on my face, they'll say something's different about that teacher or me giving them a hug or me giving them a piece of candy or a piece of bubble gum. You know, I just feel like that's a small way, but a great way to show the love of Jesus um, to those young children. And um, that that's the way I do it. So I, I thank God for having me in that role. Mm-hmm. And um, I pray that when I start school this year, that I'll continue to be a light to my children and um, that they would accept um, the love of Jesus through through those small acts of kindness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to bounce off of that um, and, and make mention. I want all the listeners to know that when Tara said my children, she wasn't talking about our three. She was talking about the students that will be that will come to her class this year yes. um, mm-hmm. that is the way we approach education we love on these kids as if they were our own mm-hmm. um, it's easy I've learned it's easy and to get it's easy to get frustrated and it's easy to um, discard a child when it's not yours it's easy for you know, to get it's easy as an educator to get frustrated with a student and say, well, I've heard educators say, well, that kid is, is unreachable or I can't do nothing with that child. But it's a difference when it's your child. For example, if it's the one that lives in your house, you're going to go to bat for that kid to the nth degree. And you're going to do all that you can do to redirect your own child to, uh, into, into, the, into the path that they need to go. That is the mindset we have with the children that we teach. We have a, a non-negotiable pattern where that kid has to be reached. Failure is not an option because if that kid is that difficult for us to reach them, 
us being filled with the Holy, with the power of the Holy Spirit, then how does another teacher have any hope that may not be a believer, or it may be the worst day for them, and they're, and they're struggling? Or if, if we're having trouble with them, and, and they're having trouble, then how can the mama reach them? So we've learned, Tara and I, I am a high school math teacher. We're on two different spectrums. Tara has a passion in her heart to reach the kid before uh, the world gets an opportunity to sink their hooks in them. I, on the other hand, I'm on the different spectrum. I am in more in the lines of the ministry of Jude when he, in verse 21, when he says, snatching some from the very flame of hell itself. So that's the, the, the ministry that I have. Is my, I have the last opportunity to grasp these kids and to give them hope before they're cast into a world of sin. Because if they don't have an education and they don't have hope, they won't go to college. That will, My classroom might be the last one they see before mm-hmm. they drop out of school, before they're not required by law to go. And so that's, it's a non-negotiable. We don't go in there um, only seeking who we can reach. Our objective is to reach them all. Mm-hmm. And I know my words are heavy and I know my passion is great. But at this moment, I, I would like for you to join in a prayer with me mm-hmm. as we pray for all of the teachers that are they're, they're concerned, they're anxious. I know the Bible says to be anxious about, to not be anxious about anything, but let's be honest, we're human and, and we get afraid, we worry, we, we struggle. But I want to pray for you right now, Lord Jesus. I ask that you would remind all of the educators watching that they have hope and they have you. And that when they go into that class, yes, they have been instructed to teach a subject or to teach a, a special, whether it be music or art, PE, but they've been taught, they've been instructed to teach something. But Heavenly Father, I ask that in that, they would seek the opportunities, Lord, to give these kids Jesus. Lord God, they can't get hope through anything else, not even through the subject that we teach. They can't get hope through math or art, but they can get hope through you, Heavenly Father. And I ask that you would strengthen these teachers, and that you would remind them of this great battlefield of ministry that they have, that through the course of this year that there will be teachers who will have a great, uh, uh, the impact they will have on the amount of students that, that they're provided will be greater than some preachers on Sunday. Even on, even in the, in, in, in the FCA ministry that I am privileged to lead every Friday, Lord, I speak before more kids at FCA than most pastors speak to on Sunday, just two days later, Lord God. So give us a fire and a fervency, Lord God, to speak Jesus and to do it unashamed and and to speak from the heart, Lord God, that these kids' lives can be changed and that in turn they can take Jesus home and then begin the ministry at home. The ministry that AFA so proudly and boldly proclaims where the ministry begins, it may be inverted, but however we can get Jesus in the home, we got to do it. So I pray, Lord God, that our, our teachers listening would be reminded and strengthened and loved. Lord, wrap your loving arms around them right now. Give them peace, give them hope, and give them encouragement that when they step back in that classroom, that you are with them and that you're helping them, that they'll speak Jesus into these children, Lord God. And that in turn, those children will go home 
and then speak Jesus into the parents. And Lord God, that you will turn our cities around in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We're going to listen to another song from the Lowry's entitled, Just As I Am. Lowry's Just As I Am. We'll be right back. Something. What 
Music of Adam and Tara Lowry and family. The song entitled, Give Your Life to God. Great music and great message. Praise God. Uh, again, Adam and Tara, again, if someone want, if someone listening wants to get in touch with you, possibly get some of the music that you provide or just wants to learn more about your ministry, tell them how they can do that. Yes, they can. Um, we do a Facebook Live every Sunday at 7 o'clock. Central Standard Time, and it's a Facebook Live where they can come right on with us and interact with us and talk with us. And we, we, um, whatever topic that we're discussing that night, they can come and listen. We also do praise and worship. They can see our children listen to them sing. Uh, they can, we can be reached uh, by via email at Adam and Tara Lowry at Yahoo, which is A D A M A N D T A R A. L-O-W-R-E-Y at yahoo.com. We also have music available online, Apple Music, Spotify, and, um, and, and the music, some of the music you heard, that last song is already on there. The new music will be on there um, shortly, very soon, maybe within the week or two. Okay. Um, anything else? Our um, Facebook handle is Adam. The and symbol, Tara, Adam and Tara. And that's T-A-D-A-M, the and symbol, T-A-R-A. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much. And uh, and also, someone might be in touch, as I was speaking of earlier, they may want to ship some M&Ms to Isaac, so just be prepared. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to listen to another song uh, by the Lowrys, and we're going to talk to Olivia, who apparently is the one of, if not the lead singer in this next song. The song is entitled Song to Sing.
turned to me and heard my cry He picked me up Out the mud and out the mind He held me as I walked along Gave me strength to carry on He gave me a new song Music from the Lowry family featuring Olivia Lowry as well. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Uh, Olivia, you did a beautiful job on that song, and uh, we appreciate you being with us today as well. Uh, do you enjoy singing quite a bit? I do enjoy singing uh, with my parents. It's very fun. That's good. That's good. Well, it's an honor to have you on today, and wish you the Lord's best. And I want to encourage you, when you all become kingdom rich and famous, don't forget about us, okay? So, But you keep singing for the Lord. So, uh, Olivia, I want to ask if you would specifically pray for what, pray for your peers, pray for young people. There, there's, youth needs so much prayer with all that's going on in the world. Would you, whatever's on your heart to pray for young people about, would you pray for them at this time? Yes, sir. Um, Lord, I just pray for every like every young person right now that anything that might be going through that nobody else knows about, um, I pray that you would bless them to get through it and know that when when they think that they're not enough, Lord, that they are. And I just pray that um they would come to you for every problem, every situation that, that they may have and just keep them safe through anything and everything that they might be going through. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Olivia. Appreciate that very much. Uh, well, Adam and Taro, our time is almost gone. Adam, uh, you mentioned about that you work with FCA. What would you like to tell our listener about FCA? Because some people don't even know what FCA stands for, the three letters. So tell them what FCA is. is. FCA um, began years ago, uh, and the title of it was Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so it's a ministry where we can spread Jesus to the kids. Uh, and it doesn't have to be athletes only. It's, it's everyone. Um, my kids in Louisville High School call it church. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there are days when they'll meet me in the morning in the hallway and say, Coach, we have a church today. And I then realized that FCA was the only church that some of these kids had. And it's given me an opportunity to... 
um, create uh, relationships with the students that I don't even teach. And, and it's, it's allowed an open door for them to come and, and talk to me, um, whereas they wouldn't have known me regardless. But when they hear us speak to them and pray over them, it's powerful. And let me explain why. I always try my best to get in-house speakers, but also people outside of our walls, pastors and such to come. But when they hear football coaches, because I've had football coaches speak and, and they say, they say, coach, what can I say to these kids? And I tell them, encourage them. They need to hear someone that looks like you tell them they can make it other than a football play or other than we need the test score to be high. We don't want the kids to feel used. We want them to know they're loved. And, Every FCA day, at the end of it, I pray over them. And mm. every FCA service we have, I lead them through the sinner's prayer. And I ask them to repeat it after me and to hear 120, 150 kids in the auditorium saying the sinner's prayer before the first bell even rings for the school day is mm. amazing. It is so impactful mm. to all of these excited, rambunctious kids come into the room. They sit, and they do their best to be as quiet as possible. Some of these kids have no understanding of what church really is. They have, no, they have never heard the word reverend. But to come in and do their best to be quiet and to listen as best as they can, and then, and then for all of them to repeat that prayer to me at the end, it's amazing. And I, and I remind them, as I remind our listeners, when you believe in your heart, and confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus is your Savior. My friend, He is. And, and that isn't the end of it, but that's the beginning, and it creates an opportunity to have a relationship with Jesus. All right. Well, and of course, as we, uh, in just a few moments, we're going to invite people to make that step in their lives. But I want to say once again, Adam and Tara, and Olivia and family as a whole, thank you all so much for being with us today. And once again, Adam, or, and Tara, if someone wants to get in touch with you or learn more about you or the work you do with FC as well, tell them once again how they can do that. Um, again, you can reach us on Facebook through Adam, the and symbol, Tara. We also have a Facebook Live ministry that we do every Sunday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And um, you can reach us via email, which is our whole name, Adam, A-N-D, Tara, Lowry, L-O-W-R-E-Y, at yahoo.com. We can also be reached uh, at the phone number 662-803-7744. We're available um, for invitations if you have an event or if if there's some way that we can help or maybe some advice that we can give, uh, feel free to reach out to us. Um, What else? Our music's online. Yes, our music is online. Apple, Apple Music. And, and Spotify. And like we said earlier, if um, some of the songs that were played today are is on is um is on there, and um, some of the new music, and some of the new music will be on there um, within the next two weeks. So okay, check us out. All right. And if someone specifically is wanting to hear more of Olivia's songs, how can they do that? That's one that we're going to have also. Um, it'll be on the social media platform. Well, I said social media. It'll be on those same platforms. Apple Music. Um, also, YouTube and uh, Spotify. Okay. All right. That sounds good. Well, again, thank you all so much for being with us today. And uh, pray much for 
Adam and Tara Lowry and their family as they continue to serve the Lord Jesus Christ in public schools and in music ministry and in all the ways and areas the Lord has called them to serve him in the kingdom about, for and about. Well, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you are listening today and you've never made the all-important, the eternally important step of inviting Jesus Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior, today is a good day to get saved. If you'd like to make that step, would you from your heart simply pray this prayer with me and invite Jesus Christ to become your Lord and Savior today? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and I've done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In your word, you told us, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live my whole life following you. Help me to read your word daily. Help me to seek you in prayer daily. Help me to obey your word daily. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we're very much wanting to be in touch with you. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. We definitely hope to hear from you. Please get in touch again, joseph at afr.net. Well, once again, Adam and Tara and family, thank you all so much for being with us today. We appreciate you taking the time, okay? Thank you. Thank you for having me. And again, please pray much for Adam and Tara and their family as they continue to serve the Lord in all the capacities he's called them to serve them in. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.